64 Tacos Podcasts presents. Is this song good? This is episode 58. Tool Hooker with a Penis. Welcome back to another Is This Song Good podcast. Uh, today, we are going to the band Tool and the song Cooker with a Penis. This uh, is one of those albums that I got in the 90s and listened listened to it over and over and over again. Um, uh, this is one of my favorite albums uh, of that era. This, uh, this song in particular, however, took me a little time to uh to warm up to it was a uh more aggressive i mean i know tools an aggressive sounding band and i already had had undertow which is an aggressive album at the same time there's something really sort of like uh in your face about this song it's it's just really abrasive and um at first i was like i don't know i don't know if i like this you know it was a little too much for my uh for for my like you know musical palette at that point a little too aggressive i think and then I started listening to the lyrics and they cracked me up so much that this became one of my favorite tool songs. Yeah. The lyrics are brilliant. I just, I just love this one. There's nothing better than when he start when he's screaming at the end, uh, bye, 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 send more money. <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> it just cracks me up every time I hear this song. Uh, I love it. But anyway, so I, I know I'm pretty sure. I mean, I know Dave knows this really well. I'm pretty sure you know it pretty well too, Zach. So um, yeah. why don't you guys tell me what you guys uh, think about the song? I'm honestly surprised that this was not a single. Um, it has all of the trappings of being a single. It's got, you know, chorus, verse, chorus. Um, they could have cut it off right about two minutes and 30 seconds with um, right before he starts getting into the uh, uh, basically just starts swearing over and over again, (laughs) which would have to have to be cut out of course. But um, yeah, it's, it's got a, it's got a great rhythm to it. Like you said, the lyrics are phenomenal. I mean, he's basically, calling out some douchebag who's trying to call him out by saying, look, you're the one wearing vans and five Oh ones and a, and a beasties tee, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then he's, you know, calling out all these brands, you know, as if, as if he's endorsing them. And, um, they basically just saying, I'm doing this to make money. You idiot. Um, buy my record and fuck you. And I absolutely love it. The, the sentiment of it is perfect. So yeah, I, this is, this is one of my favorites. I don't, I don't know, remember if it took me some time to get used to this one, like you did, Dan, but yeah, it's, it's a great one. What do you think, Zach? It's, it's like a, um, Maynard James Keenan Twitter feud before Twitter <laughs> existed. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because, because he's just like going off on this guy that, uh, you know, that was, was, calling him a sellout and uh and he just made it into uh, a song and uh and yeah it's it's really uh, it's it's got really good raw energy and super angry and and aggressive and and yeah and it did it did it was so like you know at the time when i was listening to this album a lot um you know i was 
I was living at home with my parents and, and I, I, I needed to be careful about what things I was listening to with, you know, when they're in earshot or what things that, that you know, they could <laughs> right. find out about. So I had to, I, I had to kind of keep this one on the down low. <laughs> and so it did take a little while before I actually, you know, got, got what was going on. But, um, you know, coming back and listening to this now, it's like, oh yeah, all the memories <laughs> are, uh, are there. And, um, and yeah, like you said, you know, the, the song really slaps you. It slaps you in the face and then it kind of glares at you with this in, indifference of like, yeah, I did that. And what are you going to do about it, buddy? <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, and, and just, uh, you know, more into like kind of the nuts and bolts. I really love the, uh, the, the riff, the, um, Adam Jones riff, uh, that, that, uh, he, or you know, all the different riffs. Um, you know, he's such a great guitar player with so simplistic stuff. I mean, he, I think he does ev- almost everything in drop D tuning. Yep. And, um, when I, when I was playing guitar myself, when I played guitar and found out about that and started like trying to emulate and play some tool songs, I was like, man, this, this is, this is so easy to do, but it's so effective for you know whatever type of like um uh aggressiveness or wall of sound or you know whatever like you know he can even do the really like melodic and and more um you know pulled back type of type of stuff um but i also like how there's the kind of the the maynard melody that sort of goes up and down um vocal melody at the beginning and then the guitar riff later on further into the track yeah probably about two-thirds of the way kind of starts to to emulate that yeah during the bridge they absolutely use the vocal melody for the first time in the guitars and the bass it's it's really cool yeah it's little stuff like that that really you know they're not just pumping out a track and and being aggressive and stuff there there's there's more behind it and they're they're taking their time to kind of you know add in the little embellishments and little little echoes here and there and and uh, and i i always i always appreciate that in songs or movies or whatever when there's there's this sort of echo thing that little thing that 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 points back to something that first came up, but it does something maybe a little bit different to it or does it in a subtle way. So you're not, you're, you're not just like, Oh yeah, you're, it's, you're, you're talking about that thing that happened before, you know, mm-hmm. um, you have to really listen or have to really pay attention to, to get those details. And then when you do, you're like, Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so yeah, I've, I've always liked the song and, um, and, and I, and, and it's, it's a great, uh, aggressive in your face um twitter feud before twitter twitter was a thing and i love that hey you know it's funny you said that you had to be careful with this uh album around uh you know when you were living at home but this is one of the two albums that was confiscated no no no, not this one uh uh undertow uh undertow got confiscated because of the uh the art on the inside um the obese people woman yeah although if they look closely at this uh the art on this one they might have confiscated it because i think this one on the cd itself has a uh someone a, a contortionist uh appearing to uh, be going down on himself so yeah um <laughs> there's plenty to confiscate without going too much into it uh, I, what i what i do really like about tool is how they they can they can have their they're really um 
shall I say, like offensive or stuff that, you know, parents wouldn't like, for example, but they can do it in a way that is not always overtly in your face, you know, because like I never had any problems listening to Stink Fist around my parents and you think that you should. (laughs) Well, if they're, if they're listening closely, you know, they might've had some issues, but guarantee you hooker with a penis will will uh <laughs> yeah. will um check those boxes for for yeah. the old uh parental units yeah and that's and like you said there and it, it does come off like it's interesting like a, like a twitter feud i had not thought of that but <laughs> but yeah uh, i bet maynard um if i if i went on social media and and i don't know if he does or not but i'm sure he'd be good at it um because he's a uh, he's smart and he's an ass and he doesn't really give a shit so he is uh he attacks people and you you can never accuse tool of not thinking it through musically or, or uh, lyrically like they, you know, as, as the band went on, the albums became more and more spaced out because they really make an effort to think about all those bring, bringing themes back and, and, and that, the, you know, how the time signature fit together. They, they really think that stuff through. It's the only way to accomplish it. And, and the lyrics are, are very, very thoughtful. Um, whether you agree with them or not, he's, he's really putting an effort in. Um, and, uh, yeah. this is, like I said before, this is one of my favorite one, one last lyric that, that cracks me up, um, is, uh, during that part that you mentioned where the, the guitar and bass take over the vocal melody from the beginning. Uh, when he says, uh, all you know about me is what I've sold you dumb fuck. I sold out long before you ever heard my name. I sold my soul to make a record dipshit. And then you bought one. <laughs> it's just so perfect for this like smug kid. Who's like, well, you were good mm-hmm. back when, you know, back when, uh, back when opiate came out, that was when you were good. And now right. you've sold out. And he's like, man, we sold out. And then you bought it. We sold out to you, you little jackass. You're part of the machine. <laughs> yep. So don't, don't pretend that you're somehow above it. I just, I just, it's a great way to call out the hypocrisy of those people that are like, you know, like we talked about this a little bit with, um, with, uh, the black keys where, who are we to say, don't go make your money, you know, like, oh, right, right. I don't have to go buy the album if I, if I feel like it's not to my taste, but like, why, why are you obligated to, to toil in obscurity, barely making ends meet because that's the, the album that I want to hear for the sixth time in a row. You know, that's just, it's just silly, you know, let, let people do their thing, you know? Um, yeah. so anyway, great, great, uh, great lyrics. I, I love this song. I think we've probably, uh, uh, rambled on about how much, how funny this is, uh, long enough, unless you guys have anything else to add. No, I'm good. What do we have next week, Zach? Uh, next week we're doing, we're going to shift gears to the, um, 2010s and we're going to be listening to, um, the Queens of the stone age. I appear missing. Sounds good. So tune in for that. All right. I caught it on audio. 